because this did this motherfucker in the chat to say he needs to dig under his house for magnesium? You work at a fucking pharmacy. Just take it from your guy. <laughs> 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 <God damn it. laughs> All right, the magnesium shortage has been solved by Nas. Not only does he work at a fucking pharmacy, he runs the goddamn store. He can take the fucking magnesium and be like, oh, it must have fucking got lost. You know, fell off the truck. Fell off the truck, exactly. (laughs) Into my hands. is about to be a trillionaire because mm-hmm. Tesla's adequately propping up the valued the market. Yeah. That is, can some, can that is, that is an appropriate valuation for Tesla. Rory, can you explain the math to me? So Hertz puts an order in for 100,000 vehicles, which puts it mm-hmm. in like $5 billion in terms of... But in then, terms of the sale of the cars, yeah. Yes, and then now Elon Musk is $25 billion richer because of it. Can I... I just couldn't put it together. That's all. That's just well, him. That's not the company. That's just. Well, him. I mean, momentum trades us shows in the market, Nabil, that you know you can find an evaluation based on all kinds of crazy crap. For all we know, the boost in the price has something to do with some long-term options trades that have been inflating the price of the stock. You know, I mean, this this is again, this is all based mostly on on the movements of institutional investors um, and how they're pushing that around. But it's not the first time we've seen again. We just got done all of the crazy GME. Uh, our our buddy Nas over here knows all about AMC and all these other. Like, do we argue that any of these companies have the have have the valuation that they should? Of course not. You know, um, the bigger That's concern. Kind of the point. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah. So the bigger concern, I mean, obviously, is if Tesla fails right now, they are such a massive portion of the automotive market that they'll crash the whole fucking thing, probably. And crash people's retirements. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, because and you Are can they tell too big to fail now. Is that is that where we're at? With Tesla? You know, I, I don't think so. Um, I think because I, it's I, not like they. It's not like they. They're not big like, enough. No, no, no. You know, how yeah, they don't down? touch enough. Well, the economy how, to be too big to fail. I feel. Well, like. they touch enough of the stock mm-hmm. market that yes. they would get yeah. rolled out. Though ben, Ben's closer like, to, yeah. to what's going on, and what'll yeah. happen was is it, you won't bail out Tesla. You will bail out the financial institution that bet on Tesla. That's how it will go. We we will whatever bank has a lot of their money leveraged into the success of Tesla will be the institution that we bail out. We won't give a shit but about the, the thing, We'll care about the, the financial or, people because that's where the money is being. Can pushed. I, can you I, definitely can I won't play... give a shit about the. Uh, consumer can i play devil's advocate here oh god people please have, do please people do people have been people have been talking about the crash of tesla since it hit like the first time it hit this is the first time it hit 900 uh dollars this was before the the reverse stock split so when it was initially when it had hit 900 that would have been um that would have been like a, a, at the time what was it? it was a five five to one reverse split so that, that was basically 180 dollars so when it was at 180 compared to what it is now, that's mm-hmm. when people were like, okay, there's a crash coming. That is like 
like the the it's overvalued or overvalued. Yeah, because those are the people who are say just... who are who are talking talking about it from a standpoint of fundamentals. Yeah, that's also not what, what, what Ben the, is alluding the problem, to. Like the, the stock market is more exposed the, the than the actual real the, the real economy. The thing, Rory, you're you're arguing is like there's gonna be uh people the the crash is gonna come from people being bullish on Tesla, but I I, I think the other way around. I think the people who are I didn't say that it was gonna crash because people are bullish. I, I think, don't think that's necessarily it. I think it's that you have you think, inflation. Oh, do you think it's going to be like it's going to be what the gonna... company should be valued at, and that will eventually find itself in a correction? No, but yeah. then what about the like? The chances are that the people who are short Tesla, who've been betting against Tesla, are the ones mm-hmm. who are going to be in trouble more, because the chances of this like Maybe. going going the other way is I I only know, I'm. There's a lot of different ways that you can short you keep a company. There's a lot people, of different ways that you can set up options. People Nas, as in like hedge funds, basically. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and, and throw it out there. You heard it here. Nas agrees. Corporations are people. Are people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not wrong. The two, <laughs> cave- the two caveats. And the, America, the Supreme Court agrees with me, right? Yeah. The two, the two big caveats, okay, to yeah. that argument that you're making. The first one being that when you look at the long-term stock tick of – tesla it's got some pretty crazy fucking swings in it and you're talking about people who have like we we could talk about if you were to make like say a long-term call over the course of the past like year or two you'd probably doing pretty fucking well because you're missing all of that volatility in the middle because you're playing the long game people who are playing a shorter game in terms of auction a lot of them are losing their fucking shirts because they're sitting there making oh, these yeah. bets uh, oh, during yeah, a week yeah. they're making short-term high risk options trades that are destroying them because this week they're fucking up but because it's so volatile the swing in the stock price is immense it's the kind of thing where you know, you having 10 shares of it over the course of, say, uh, $100 swings over the course of what, what, one week, two week, of course of a month is a big fucking deal for retail investors, but not so much for institutional is, investors. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. That's, I'm, I'm th- I don't think that, there's another thing, though, Nas. Just okay. hear me out. The second thing is that you're also talking about companies during what has been a very, very great bull run, not just for them, but for a lot of other companies. There wasn't really a lot of sectors uh, of of the, the stock market that if you put money in say at the crash around March of last year, you weren't going to do well on, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, everything's you're putting your money in Tesla back in March or April or May or even yeah. June of 2020 by now was going to do well because again, my argument is that we're in a bubble. So of course they're doing well, but you need to look at the volatility. That's a very, very big right. indicator of where things are Tesla. going because stability doesn't rock up and down like that. Me playing devil's advocate is basically saying people have been talking about this crash coming for for a long time now. You've been talking mm-hmm. about the people have been talking about the crash of Tesla, but I feel like what Tesla is the greatest representation of is kind of just like how the market is the only thing that is even like it's the biggest facade of of the idea that the economy is still doing oh, well. I, I agree it's with kinda, that. It's like, and it's like, I, I feel like Tesla it's devoid is of reality. Example. Yeah, it's devoid of reality. It's like Tesla has has no, like the, pr- the production level from them has zero correlation with their stock value. And it's 100%. like, yeah, don't get me And wrong, yet they're too big to fail at this point. If something happens to them, they're right. going to fucking tank everybody with them. Right. Like well, that's, no, and and that's I think insane. also if everything, if, if other things start to slip, Tesla's going down with it more so than Tesla itself alone will fail. Uh, it'll yeah. just be a catastrophic failure mm-hmm. because the bubble is so large at this point. And a good indicator of that is you're looking at like, um, yeah, it's going to be a dragging process. You know what I mean? They they have caught other automotive companies in their gravity. Tesla, what what was the percentage? It went up like 20% 
recently, and that's what we're talking about here because of the sale to Hertz. When that happened, you watched similar automotive com companies that had literally nothing to do with it see an increase in their stock price. Like, if there's not some strange thing going on here, then why should you know uh, Ford Motor see a five percent increase in their well, valuation Ford, based Ford on Motor, news that happens to Tesla? Ford Motor Company is getting that stock value though because you're seeing large changes in ford manufacturing of its products you're seeing the first mm, totally electric truck on the larger level and the mid-sized truck level and when you start seeing companies like ford moving into electric when it comes to the trucks as a reflection of the success of tesla like that that's a good why. example that's a good that's example, exactly right? why it's happening and because don't the company, forget yeah these so your argument basically more or less is that the automotive we see the, like they, the boost in their industry that's, because that's they have Tesla, interest in electric. Yeah, it's like saying. other than like hedge funds, like one of the reasons that people keep buying into Tesla is because right now they obviously completely control the electric car market. It's it's by far the most it's widely ridiculous. loved and used electric car, despite their build quality. It's like I, I've seen countless videos about how terrible the quality of Tesla well, is. But it's ridiculous. But it's a but oh, yeah, no, beyond, no that, beyond that, people see them as the ones that control like the style and design narrative of electric cars. And that is why they're so overvalued. But what's insane about it is that Musk is, it has a history of like not coming through on promises. And yeah. so it's like, this is so overvalued now that it's like, all we need is like a few of these instances of Elon, like fucking up on a, on a promise, you know, doing some sort of con that it's like, well, I mean, he used to literally do things like just skin. He used to just like put Tesla cars? skins on other cars for for uh, shows while like every time the curtain closed, they were dousing the battery with water because it was about to catch on fire. Like right. he presents products that don't even exist. Yeah. And to be fair, the tech sector has always kind of been guilty of doing that. I mean, that true, was a big true. Steve Jobs thing that he used to do back in the day. Here's the new uh, iPhone thing. And it just didn't fucking work. He had it set up to do a demo that the phone could run. But really, if you were to sit there and hand it to somebody in the audience and go make a call, they weren't going to fucking happen. Right. So, I mean, this is, you know, but again, that that is besides the point of the fact that it's completely non-transparent and, and also tesla's is the only player problem. only big player right now what happens when everybody's fucking rolling out their evs like what happens to tesla the 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 playing field levels out even more for that so that's what i'm saying like how is this baked into the stock price when every fucking company car company out there is rolling out evs like, because there's a lot of car companies I, that don't I, the same reason Supreme is. Yeah, but big. all the big car companies have the distribute the global distribution channel in existence. That all they have to do is flip a switch in their operations. What they're mm -hmm. doing right now in terms of manufacturing. So that's but all they're, not they're, having, they're not as interesting when it comes to the stock market because they're, the shares are more diluted. They are well. What you're seeing right now is car companies beginning to introduce a certain level, like more electrical models than they once would. Like before this, all you really saw was like very much a kind of car that would only be driven by you know a very left-leaning person who really cares about the environment whereas like now what is happening is electric cars are becoming cooler and you're seeing sports model cars and even even luxury car companies like making electric cars like trucks. i forget i yeah. forget how many years it is from now lamborghini has prob promised to phase out gas powered engines by like 2030 something which like i know from like another car company you're like oh great by 2030 but like a car company like lamborghini where it's like their entire purpose is making 
fucking V12 supercars. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a big fucking statement for them to be it, like, we're going to yeah. full electric. Like that's they have never them. been remotely about efficiency. That's not the fucking right. Point exactly. Of the it's not, power, a, it's the, not a regular person's car. It is a fucking. It, so it, it but goes to millionaire's car. It <laughs> goes to show that, that Tesla had yeah. like to give Tesla the credit they are due. Tesla made electric cool. They did. They yes. made electric very cool, and you do have to give them that. Well, and again, it's a lot of it because Elon Musk is this, for some reason, cultural trendsetter when it comes to the internet. Like a lot of the interest in the company comes from the fact that he is incredibly, incredibly good at not only marketing Tesla, but himself as the leader of Tesla. And I hearken back to the Steve Jobs era. Now we can say what we want about Steve Jobs. When it came to selling Apple, Steve Jobs was, was fucking incredible at it. You know, he he really did put the company on the map. And I'm not saying that they didn't have an excellent product, but there are a lot of other companies out there that have been doing what they did for a long time. They just put it in a different packaging. I mean, BlackBerry had been around for, for years before Apple had done anything with the iPhone or even the iPod. Um, but they came out and they had great marketing and he knew how to sell it and knew how to make it simple for people to use. And I feel like that's, I see a lot of that in Elon Musk. He's trying to take the, he, again, he's trying to, to speak to this crowd that wants both efficiency and green technology, right? Um, it's expensive. It's, it's got to look sleek and futuristic. Yeah. And honestly, well, it's just like, look them, at- they need to be fast because mm-hmm. the, like a reality is, is that uh, there's a huge amount of the American population just wants has, to drive fast. Like, and this is just from, I know it sounds silly, but like, I, I'm, I'm a car guy. Like it's a, it's a stupid thing. I've like never gotten over. I love cars. And it's like America, there's a lot of Americans that care about having a car that has some umph to it. And like Tesla's have umph. They're, they're, they're zero. To man, my dad very can drive quick. a car. Man, my dad, yeah, man, my dad can drive a car. <laughs> like fucking, there's a lot of dudes that, and women that like love cars, man. And so it's like they're gonna have to make electric cool, and that's what these companies are trying to do. Yeah, like, well, if you look at if you look at the Apple example too, I mean, look at Motorola. They had a, a stronghold on on like the the budding sort of smarter phones, uh, right. future phones, or what what have you. I mean, they had the Razor that was yep. hugely popular, and then Apple comes in with the iPhone. Motorola goes with the droids running Android, and it's just like it falls flat compared to it. It's clunky. It's squared right. off. It doesn't look and not even sleek just that. And, there were companies. They weren't the only company to take to make a bet on like competing with with the touchscreen phone. Like BlackBerry. BlackBerry was like, nope, this is a fad. This is a fad. And like BlackBerry did not change with the times, and like mm-hmm. it killed them. Like you know, they them. they were the definitive phone of business people. Yeah. Why? Well, and- and Apple had a certain advantage that kind of goes overlooked sometimes, which is that the iPod allowed people to move all of their music seamlessly to their phones, which sounds innocuous, but is a huge fucking thing that I think really became beneficial. Like you're sitting there looking at it being like, holy shit, my entire library I can put on my phone now too. Like yeah. that, that blew people the fuck away. I remember sitting in high school, I was a freshman or sophomore in jazz band. Right. And my, uh, my, my teacher, um, you know, he looks cool. at this and he goes, this thing right here, it holds my, and all of my, it holds all my Sousa, you know, and all of my, my marching band music. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, who, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit about this. Like what? He's like, mark my words, this thing. It's the only time I've ever listened to Mr. Gaskew. Uh, guy, guy took too many punches when he was in the Marine band, but he was right. And like three years later, that shit was fucking everywhere. It was ridiculous how that shit exploded. 
good marketing. Teachers are always right is what I got from that. Bullshit. But yeah, got mad to at go, me. But, to, but to go back to like what we were saying, yeah, it's like Tesla, like the Tesla stock thing is just, it's, it's yeah. so wild because it's just, it's such an unstable, like, I don't think it's like a full blown Enron situation where we're going to have like no. a giant defrauding of investor investors because there's so much money for them to play with now that like, mm-hmm. you know, they can well, think about how uh, integrated Enron was into all these other pieces right. as well. Right. Very true. It's very true. I mean, there, and there is an opportunity for it because it's like, like I said, like Musk loves not delivering on things. Like he just, he, he loves making promises that he can't keep. He probably only follows through on pro, like fucking 20% of the shit he says, if that, and it, and it, so, you know, we'll see if it comes back to bite them in the ass, but at least for now, like it's, gonna. it's just, it's just such a powerhouse and it's just such an overvalued stock that it's like crazy looking at this and being like, so you like know, this could just bring it all crashing down like this fucking guy. Think about it this way, right? <laughs> think about it this way. Um, Elon and Tesla signed this deal with Hertz for how many cars was it? Nabil? Do you hundred thousand, hundred thousand during a chip shortage? Okay. Ford and all these other companies have had to shut factories the world over because they haven't been able to produce cars at the rate that they can or, or want to because there's been a shortage in chips, right? It's a big, big thing. And that's why right now used cars are worth so much. You can still sell a used car for more money than what you bought it for currently because there's a huge bubble there. So what's going to happen when Elon Musk fails to deliver on all these cars? Because where's he, where's he getting this from? Right. How is how is Elon Musk going to accomplish this in a situation where no other automotive industry is going to be able to do the same thing or no other automotive company rather? Like how how where where is this I don't know, Rory. It might go? be it might be it might be a little different because uh, there's a little uh, magne- not a little a lot of magnesium shortage happening across uh, the car industry. Um, it's been popping up on menus the last couple of days. Uh, so how there's does he solve it? well, he's in China, isn't he? So 90 percent of the world's magnesium comes from China. So what European um, aluminium, uh, aluminum, sorry, aluminium, aluminium, aluminium. Yeah, but, but magnesium <laughs> doesn't solve the issue, does it necessarily? No, no, but that's, that's for the, that's for the car body parts. It does so help with uh, muscle soreness. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> no, but they're, they're predicting there's, there's going to be like a supply shortage in cars in November, December, if China doesn't decide, because basically what it's a chain effect. What's it happening is China's shutting down their factories because they have an energy crisis there. So a lot of factories are shut down in terms of magnesium that, that produce magnesium. So they're not ex- exporting as much magnesium to Europe and uh, American stuff like that. Did, because did this did this motherfucker in the chat to say he needs to dig under his house for magnesium? You work at a fucking pharmacy. Just take it from your guy. <laughs> 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 <God damn. laughs> <laughs> All right, the magnesium shortage has been solved by Nas. Not only does he work at a fucking pharmacy, he runs the goddamn store. He can take the fucking magnesium and be like, oh, it must have fucking got lost. You know? Fell off the, yeah. truck, the truck. Fell off the truck, exactly. <laughs> Into my hands. All right, Nas, what do you want to talk about? Since you, yeah, guys, uh, Nas is, is bored over there. He's, Nas yeah, is bored no, over there. Sir, no, no, wait, does anybody not read the chat? Like, I'm giving he you info. He heard us in the yeah, uh, read the in chat, between uh, moves and chess over here. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, you're not you're not specifying what to do. Like, oh, you're just posting uh, information. It's not like hey yeah, guys, say this. 
No, it's because when, when <laughs> it's Rory was like, talking about Hummer going EV. Cool story. <laughs> it is a cool story. I should show you the it's video. It's a comment. I don't know if you want Wait, to Wait, I thought we moved in. on. What do you mean you should show us something? I thought we just moved on from all this shit. <laughs> you know what would be great, Nas, is if instead of being on mute, typing in the chat, you could just say these things. No, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be like... Nas, You're Nas. on it right now. Nas, <laughs> you underestimate... Nas, you underestimate how much you bring to the podcast I, and I'm, I'm not even saying it in like a mean way like you, you like have takes that get us going you can't so, like, to to, like, I, I want you to talk like i hate when you do yeah. all the chat i want you to talk yeah uh, say those things so that i can i yell. thought we're okay so, the hummer ev is a good point you should have said it like because the hummer is the quintessential like the car the early yeah, 2000s. yeah. Like, it the, the, like, the, they're if the most anti-environment like car there ever was, like the diesel, <laughs> like like diesel powered, six like, miles to a gallon, state. six miles to a I gallon. I think people are going to react to it like a, a black woman, James Bond. No, no, the Hummer is like the Hummer is fucking so like like the the highest stream of the Hummer SUV. It's like gone. You can't even reserve it anymore. Like people, it's one hundred four thousand dollars. The EV. People want so, their freedom, Jeeps. It's a hundred. Listen, uh, Joe Rogan drives a fucking, a fucking Tesla. Jeep has a electric. Joe Rogan is. Joe Rogan drives a fucking. You guys drive? What's the gas price situation in the states right now? It fucking sucks. It's, it's like three thirty. Like yeah. how how much higher is it? A lot. Oh, I it's mean, like, during COVID, it got under two. It got no, yeah, yeah, it was one. Yeah. I think one one twenty nine at one point. I saw it at a dollar ninety eight at its cheapest. I I had one gas at a dollar ninety eight yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah, below two dollars yeah, honestly fucked me up since for a before while. I since before I had my license. I yeah, because I remember not long after though, we got our, after I got my license was when there was like the fucking insane gas jump where it was like oh yeah, like two thousand five dollars a gallon. It was like yeah, two thousand nine. Uh, it was around five. It was insane. It was also the time in my life I was absolutely the poorest I had ever been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> like so, in college, right, guys, so now, working if, if minimum that, wage, that's a and trend, the gas like, to get to work is like five dollars. It was right, so fucking sad. I just want to try, try to take this moment to extrapolate and try to use all of our wisdom and knowledge and whatever historical references we have. Two thousand nine, if this is happening, and this this continues, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a massacre in the fucking midterms. That's all I gotta say to that. Gallup poll came out, I think, on yeah. Friday, saying that independence. Uh, support for Biden has gone down from about 68% to like 34% among independents. <laughs> he is going to fucking get crushed. He can't win without those independents. No. He's not going oh to win. Oh my god, that is shocking and devastating. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that that would happen? Uh, I, like- I guess... I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, guys. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess we really missed. If only we learned on after the one. last time this happened, or the time before yeah. that, or the it's time like, before that. It's like there is there is so much shit not happening that needs to happen right now. And like I know, I know, I mentioned this at the start of the podcast, but like this is the shit that the Democratic Party is spending their time on. So obviously, since from donating to various campaigns in the past. Um, I have been on move move on's email list. Who knows how long? Um, listen to this. 
Dear Move On member, <laughs> organizers of the January 6th mob at the U.S. Capitol say they participated in, quote, dozens, unquote, of planning uh, planning meetings with members of Congress and Trump White House staff in the lead up to the violent insurrection that sought to overturn the results of the election. In a jaw-dropping exclusive by Rolling Stone, two sources who are cooperating with the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack have named uh, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and six other GOP members of Congress as having coordinated and planned the events of January 6th. The source even said that what uh, that one of the GOP members promised that a, quote, blanket opera or blanket pardon, unquote, from the Trump White House. Um, so, you know, go on, so on and so forth. Um that's why that's why Move On is leading a massive effort to hold the insurrectionists accountable by demanding their immediate resignation or expulsion from Congress. Uh, will you start a $5 monthly donation to help make this work possible and keep it going for as long as it takes to remove these insurrectionists from Congress? And I'm just like, I hate you motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate you motherfuckers so much, dude. Like, they're just... They're just it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh man, here's this bombshell report. Will you give us five bucks? <laughs> this is on the news today. Give me money. They're like, yeah, you got they're gonna, you know, we prepared a bunch of big TV ads and billboards and a homepage takeover ads for websites, you know, to oh. call for their, their removal. And it's like, we shouldn't need that. Like, if this is true, if this is true, which obviously it is, I have no doubt that these fucking nut jobs, these uh, nut job representatives, like, could, oh, you know, yeah. made plans with but these But, man, that's the play, them. though. Both sides have nut jobs, according to the other side, and then they play the, off of each other and the raise point money. Is, don't you understand that, the Glover that's shills? That's so annoying about it. Give us five dollars. So, what's so annoying about it is like they do this, and it's like they're not going to kick them out of Congress. Like they're not. They're not going to kick them out of Congress. If they do, I'll be blown away. I'll be do blown there. Away. The Honestly, biggest yeah. scam was trying to get Donald Trump removed, they... and he did a whole fucking term. How much money did they make on the backs of? What was it the liberal? Was it, was the right wing? The other group that. Uh, Liberty something or whatever. Oh, uh, the Lincoln Project. Yeah, the Lincoln, Lincoln Project. Project. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lincoln Project. Project. Another grift. Everything's a grift. Like that, dude. But it's like, oh, why would grift. they want these? Why would they want these people out of Congress? Like, they're going to be able to make so much money off these people from freaked oh, yeah. out liberals who are going to read that fucking report. And be like, oh my god, I need help so we can make sure we get these people out. And then it's just, it's not going to go anywhere. It's I about think exactly. think moveon.org to understand it. Don't you get it? See, because made donations. If, listen, like if 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 a single one of those people, if a single one of those people gets gets removed from Congress, I will donate fifty dollars to move on. But see, Ben, don't like, you understand? Like, this is, this they don't they want do 50. They yeah. just want to buy from the scared people and that's it. You know, that's but Guys, that's guys, this is how they do it. Don't you understand? Because if they put this report on CNN, none of the Trump supporters would believe it. But if you cobble together a crazy fucking blog on the internet using a bunch of memes and random crap that's built together for $5 donations, they're going to fucking eat that shit hook, line, and sinker. It's going to No, be but it's perfect. not like a random... Move on is not a blog. Move on is like a... No, I'm saying... Sp- yeah, I'm, like- I'm saying you take the donations and build a site. Uh, and you call it something like... Trump Truth 2021 Freedom Action dot com and then build. Oh my god! The build the wall. The build the wall. GoFundMe. I forget how much money they stole from them on that. That shit was fucking crazy. They got like millions of dollars. Um. So how? But yeah, like it was like reading that. Like I was just like, dude. Like we're so 
fucked. Like we're so, like we're so fucked. We're not. Oh, yeah. We're not gonna get anything useful done. We're gonna squeak all through Rome, baby. The weakest infrastructure bill we could have possibly imagined. And what do you just- mean? It's still on hold. Like it's not even like even <laughs> hey, that's hey. like. Done. They're gonna pass it. They're gonna pass it at like who knows, like less than a trillion dollars, and they're gonna be like, "But look, look at these billions we put at these," and it's gonna be like, I "Bet you one point five. Basically, and it's gonna be one of those is- things where it's like, if you don't throw X amount of money, you may as well throw your money away. Yeah, that's the thing with infrastructure. But basically, what's gonna happen is that oh, same thing with Obama. We got the Heritage Foundation backed healthcare program basically a right-wing healthcare program um they're gonna narrow or waddle this down to fucking more on the republican side of the budget as opposed to the democrats like i, I don't know how much longer the, the progressives can hold on to this because like it's Biden, biden's gonna start tanking more when nothing happens with the labor shortage all this mm-hmm. shit happening oh, like it's not on. gonna look good for him and then they're gonna start blaming the progressives eventually it's going to happen like 100 percent. there because stuff is gonna downhill. stuff is gonna get stuff is gonna definitely get bad enough that they're gonna be like listen we just need to get this through and they will try progressives will try at first to fight it and they're gonna be like you were holding back this help from these people you just can't accept anything and like they're just gonna like you know they're gonna they're gonna bully him about it and i hate to say it like bernie is gonna go along with it like bernie is gonna vote for of the course bill. yeah yeah because he's gonna be left with a choice of nothing or a little bit of something mm-hmm. because no they just it's it's they know bernie cannot hold the line long enough and survive the media onslaught because the media will not treat him the way they treat cinema and mansion like all right, here's a hypothetical. Do you think Bernie's gonna run? If he's not gonna run again, why does it matter no. to him? This is this is he should be holding. Bernie's not gonna run for president, but he'll yeah, exactly. Stay so, in, he'll stay in his seat for he'll stay in his seat as long as he. So he's got nothing idea. left to lose at this point. If that's the case, if he yeah, but he I mean, but be honest with yourself, Nabil. Do you really think that if if you we get all this sort of like kowtowing to the mansions and cinema and um. He does, you know, he refuses at the end, being like, "It's not enough. I can't. I'm not going to do it." That the shift of blame won't just immediately dive right to him because it will. I mean, come on. And it's different from Chris and Cinema and Joe Manchin, who are sitting there just kind of being like, "Well, I'm doing what my constituents want." You know, I think Bernie Sanders is going to have less of that argument. Well, Bernie Sanders' argument is always simple. It's You're right for the American people. But the thing is, even so, even even when you pull, okay. So first of all, the Democrats are doing a horrible job messaging these bills in the first place. They don't even talk about the good things in there. The first thing you always hear or read is the three point five trillion dollar price tag. So uh, I asked Nas to put it in put it in uh, on the show, but it, I think I. Nas said that Bernie doesn't care about what the media thinks on this, and I don't entirely disagree, but agree at the same time. Bernie recognizes that the media has so much to do with what level the American public will support something. He does understand that, and like mm-hmm. that, you know, they might not. It doesn't mean one shitty report about him is going to do it, but if you have an onslaught and you frame it as the only thing holding this up now, this, this thing that we've been trying to get past, the only thing holding it up is just that it's not just that it's not good enough for Bernie. There's enough people that will just be like, Jesus Christ, we just need to get it through because we need something that we can tout to people during the midterms. And they're going to guilt people and say that we need some sort of win before the midterms. 
and it it I mean it won't you know they'll get they'll probably get it passed and and Bernie and the, his to what level is this made. all embarrassing Ben Ben the only reason I said it that is, is because it is because it was mainly because I, I'll be quick is uh till now if you look, look like look at the media and I don't really watch a lot of CNN or like like no, TV media but I, I read a lot of the New York Times and it, the framing that's in the New York Times, and I think they're a good gauge of what's being said on mainstream media, is that they're still going after uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. Like Bernie hasn't in been what mentioned. Context? In, 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 in what context? In context, are they going so, after okay. them? Because so are the, they going climate after change them? is the one. Like the the one that they keep talking about is climate change. Like they don't really talk a lot about the the free pub. Like uh, what is it? The free college, community college. They don't Expansion talk a lot about the like childcare tax credit, but, but when, keep, but not the one I'm asking. Keep, what I'm yeah. asking you though is not the context of which part I'm asking. Is it coming from a context of saying that like these are corrupt politicians that are accepting no, money, no, no, that, or are they saying it. like, oh, like you know, Mansion has demanded this, like Mansion no, has demanded no, they, this, and then maybe like, like he'll do this. You they, know? No, the framing, the framing was like this is the Democrats' one chance to get this. Uh, build through, do something for the American public, and and Joe Manchin is the one that's standing in the way. That's what is like they don't really go into. And the 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 point that they keep harping on about is is climate change. I think that's where uh, something. And I don't know if maybe it's just the New York Times, and it's not the other ones that they really have recognized climate change is a big issue. I think there was an article today from the New York Times where whatever Joe Manchin is trying to propose and what most likely Joe Biden will have to agree with is only one seventh of what is required uh, as according to the the United Nations or something, which so, is an insanely, insanely low amount. Yeah. So it's like the, and I'm pretty sure the UN amount was, was pretty low. And then what the, what Joe Manchin is proposing is, is like one seventh of that. So in terms of climate change, yeah, I think the mainstream media is slightly concerned, um, but they don't, it's also still frustrating, like expanding Medicare to um, like dental coverage and vision coverage. Like those are no brainers. Like it's just, uh, but none of that ever gets mentioned. Because the messaging is horrible. Like that's the whole point. They are so bad at messaging. That you can't even get fucking Democrats to get on the air and talk about shit to get things no, passed. Well, like, you have people like on the left, like people like Bernie and AOC and then the like uh, Ro Khanna, and they will come and talk about this. But yeah, but this is the Democrats' bill. This isn't the progressives' bill. This is fucking yeah. Biden's bill, right? It's yeah, hard it to is. talk yeah. about what you're going to fund after it's been slashed as much. So I can understand the difficulty coming from the left in terms of trying to discuss what it is that's going to be funded by that money now especially having been like well we were going to try and pass the the you know the the great new deal of our generation here um and then to have it get cut down by significantly more than half of what you were expecting um all because you need to placate two people so i get at this other end why it becomes incredibly difficult for them to say okay what are we keeping and what aren't we keeping at the same time they fucking got to at some point otherwise you're going to keep losing things as people sit there and go why would we fund this if you can't even explain what we're funding it seems like frivolous spending at a certain point and i i'd be inclined to agree with that 
Um, you know, and I, again, it's going to be this bigger issue because you have people who are supporting certain parts of this of this spending, but now who knows what's getting removed? Do you still support it? Well, let's get an answer from them, but they can't quite tell you because we haven't decided how much we're going to spend yet. So it's a really shitty position. And the longer it goes on, the more it makes the Democratic Party look incompetent, which is what's going to hurt us later on. Right. I think I think what the like huge thing is here, and I don't really think Democrats give a shit about this, um, is that there's not any there's not any goodwill right now. There's not enough goodwill among the population that it's going to save the democratic party here because like it, there just, there was no coalition with Biden going into this. There was no coalition right. with Biden that got him elected that like came in as any sort of political movement. And there's not the same goodwill that you had with Clinton. It's just like, we like the chickens have come home to roost like economy wise, like everything is kind of just like it's, it, it's hard to describe, but it just feels like everything around us is kind of just like being held together right now by scotch tape, whether it's like, you know, aspects of climate and, and like infrastructure and supply chain. And like, they're fucking getting hung up on this ticky tack shit. And it's like, dude, it's like, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's kind of, I don't know. It's, it's just very difficult to watch. Well, contextually too, to your point, you know, I, I feel like we're seeing a really, really weird time in American politics because I feel like a lot of the reason that a lot of people got voted in was spite. Like, I, I wish I could put it as more than that, but I feel like there's a very, very large percentage of the American population that voted for Joe Biden because it was voting Trump out and nothing more. They weren't sitting there looking oh, was, at what Biden's policies were. Yeah. And it's the, it's the same reason why when you're having discussions with these people and they're sitting there, they'd be like, well, you love Biden. And most people's response is, I really fucking don't. They and just I don't didn't necessarily... want to see Trump making an ass of yeah. himself on the TV every night. That's all. And then now that they're realizing, fuck, yeah, Biden might not be making a mass of himself on TV, but he's not doing any better. Well, like, and Lord you know, knows where we might be if we were yeah. sitting in 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 the next year of the Trump administration. Would things be would things be better or would things be worse? Is sort of the question that you want to ask, and you sit there and go, "Well, isn't that us just quibbling about something we can never know?" Like we've got a certain reality here. And we oh know no, no. he's running in twenty twenty four. He's gonna fucking win. I just I I get so he's tired of the fact win. that people seem to miss the context. You know, I don't know though. Like, is he? It's like I I do see yeah, what you're saying, Nabil, where it's like people say. It's like, I agree that in, when I imagine the Republican field, I'm like, okay, who else but him is like the nominee? But even, I mean, who knows? There's still time. But like, I don't, I don't think people like where shit is at right now. And I think there's still a lot of people even in the middle that even as happy as they are with Joe Biden, I don't think you're going to get the independence that came out for Trump the first time voting for him after he already lost once. You know I think it I mean? depends like, on the I damage. Just, I, yeah. I mean, but even with the damage, is, it's like I just is or hypothetically, because if he's running against Biden, it's really easy to know. spin that rhetoric. It's yeah. really easy for them to spin that rhetoric, especially when it comes to Biden. I mean, we've it's been it hasn't even been be the like, end see, of his first right, year. It was even worse. Yeah. And say the economy implodes in the next three years, for they'll blame it on Biden. They're gonna blame it on Biden, and the mm -hmm. economy is always the reason why we have a shift in this. Like McCain to Obama, I remember McCain was denying something was wrong with the economy, and Obama started calling it out. And then that's yeah. one of the reasons he won: fake economic populism. Well, Same again, reason yeah. Trump won: fake economic. The American people are demanding some sort of populist moves in terms of policy, but that's not. It a, is, but I, so, I feel like you still. I feel like you're underplaying. I mean, don't get me. It's like it's important to remember that, like. Biden's win over Trump wasn't that. I mean, it should have been a bigger margin, 
Mm-hmm. But like it was still a much it wasn't as razor thin as like the win in 2016 was from from right. Trump. Like it was a it was a yeah. much larger margin of victory. And mm-hmm. like I just don't think still terrifying. I yeah, despite what like, they've it's still spun terrifying. It as. Yeah, despite yeah. what they've spun it as and like but honestly, honestly, what do you think is gonna 6th. happen in the midterms if this shit keeps going? I think the right? midterms, I think we're gonna get slaughtered, but I'm saying yes, when no. it comes to the presidential election, I don't I just like I don't know. Like, I mean, and then the Republicans are going to make it worse in the, over the next two years, yeah. obstructing him re- left, right, and center on everything, and make Biden look even worse. Well, so, that'll be the interesting question: is how successful that is, whether or not um, you know I, a shift in that control is, is the sort of thing that contextually they can blame on Biden once it happens, which I do believe it will. I think. Um, you know, I think we're going to see like one of the COVID nut job governors. I think there's going to be a big field of COVID <laughs> nut job governors going through. Uh, and I don't know if it'll work. Please they no, all Ben. Suck. DeSantis. I think DeSantis. President DeSantis, I think DeSantis sucks. Ooh. I think DeSantis fucking sucks. He's going to run. Like I can't. Oh, he's going to run for sure. He's going to yeah. run for sure. You know what will happen is it depends on whether that Trump coalition comes out in initial polling to support him that'll be the difference trump's not going to stick his neck out unless he honestly thinks he has the potential to get at least close to winning again because he's going to want to do that at least just to save face you know what i mean i do i assume he's going to hold on to officially announce if he is going to run yeah i think he's going to wait see what the field is like exactly that's exactly right he doesn't he 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 doesn't want to lose yeah yeah he doesn't want to he knows that if he loses the uh the primary He'll be like wicked embarrassed. He'll yeah. be yeah. He'll he'll fucking. He's be too okay, fucking so let's, insecure. Let's who who is the field right now? Like you said, DeSantis. What about that? Uh, the governor Ted Cruz. Your, uh, Ted Cruz again. Yeah. Uh, what about that? Really? Yeah, people hate him. Oh no, yeah. Is Ted Cruz is. I guarantee. I guarantee you. We will see Ted Cruz. We will see DeSantis. I guarantee we'll we'll see Marco Rubio step up again. Um, we we might see one. Seriously, we might see one I of these know. nut jobs. Uh, like we might see a Lauren Bober or Marjorie Taylor Greene sit there and go, "Well, you know, I was considering it just because they're fucking the." T- I I don't put it past them. I, I don't mean, put they, it past them, but they don't have the same. They don't have Trump magic. No, but no, here's the thing, dude. Think of the, the playing field and like what happens to the playing field after, say, you know, the party wins. Those are the people that get into the administration. So if you have more crazies running, that means more crazies are going to be in government in high positions. If mm-hmm. you thought fucking Betsy DeVos was crazy, <laughs> you got a thing coming for Trump wins again. Yeah. So. Oh, if Trump wins again, it's, <laughs> it's going to be really like, What do you think he's going to do to the judges? If Trump wins again, it's just at that point, it's just enjoy the ride, baby. If Trump wins again, you have, you have nothing left to look forward to. You have nothing. No, like, there dead. is, like, if Trump wins again, dude, just like enjoy because it's just it's just oh, if he wins i'm spending my bitcoin on becoming an expat that's what i'm doing i'm i'm moving yeah. to el salvador <laughs> like, I didn't, you i'll know? see you there I'll yeah you honestly there. it's crazy if trump, big yeah, step dude. up big yeah <laughs> if, just, trump uh, wins, if trump wins dude i'm gonna like buy a, a piece of land and start growing i'm gonna put a hundred bucks on the self-sufficient <laughs> i'm gonna put a hundred oh, yeah. bucks on the betting market it's just We'll all, we'll all just I, I, pitch I, in buy I, a nice I, little slab of land somewhere in upstate Maine. <laughs> <laughs> just L- uh, let me let me tell you what. Hey, what I get to I tell the rabbits. Let me let me tell you what I think. <laughs> if if Trump runs, uh, he uh-huh. is a hands down winner of the the primaries. I don't think anybody even comes close. 
like the first, like in Iowa, he will win like, like, like more than fifty percent of the vote if there's like twelve people running. Like that's how bad we're in the primary. Who do you see? Who do you see as being his biggest competition then? His biggest competition is probably going to be the DeSantis. I would say so. Yep. Yeah, but Damn it, I, I want to disagree with you so badly, and I can't. I, I just think DeSantis is is a terrible candidate. Just like, I feel I, like what's going to happen, and this uh, is the reason I think he could win the primary again, is that the Republican Party is still very much struggling with trying to like utilize Trump's insane fucking base while right. also not scaring off the more classic like waspy, really just you know, banker base, and it's like. It's it's you're gonna Neo see college. guys like DeSantis, like DeSantis go running against Trump is gonna have a really hard time trying to play to both sides. Both sides, yeah. Because in the first Republican primary, they tried to like, you know, pull out they tried to pull like a, you know, like, have you no shame, sir? And it like clearly never worked. But it's like these this guys like DeSantis have tried to what like, Trump's what, thing while still towing the line. What of, I want to rule out it might ben. be the perfect monster. What I won't rule out, Ben, is like Trump not running and having one of his kids run. I think there's there's a possibility of that. Um, Donnie Jr. because it's not gonna be Don, Jun- Don Jr. is way too Ivanka, much of a fucking or, uh, dork. Don yeah, Jr. No, his yeah, show- it's not gonna succeed. He can't. He can't stop they're not gonna succeed. But this that's the only thing. I don't think. I just think Trump's gonna run. I, I just, Don Jr. Just, just say Ivanka. Ivanka? That, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> I think Ivanka red. might even run for like a Senate seat in Florida. And I could see I could see Trump Jr. like becoming a senator or like a fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like not even a senator, like a house member from like a really weird fucked up district in Florida. In some, ra- in some in ran- Florida, yeah, yeah, in Florida or some fucking random state that he kills animals in. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but but here's this is the good news oh, because yeah. if I do think Trump goes up against Biden if Trump goes up against Kamala Harris, then God bless us. Well, but I think if he goes up against Joe Biden... In- Why, what's wrong with Kamala, Nas? You don't think a black woman vice let's president... Not, let's not play identity politics. <laughs> Kamala right? versus Wait, wait, wait. Ivanka. This is identity politics? That's who we she is. with black. <laughs> That's who she is, though. Do you okay. not see it? Right, but if, if it is... Vote for her, damn it. Vote for her. If it is, if it is, um, if it is, um, <laughs> I lost my team. If it is Biden versus Trump, I, I don't think Trump wins. I, I think Biden will you- still eke out like the incumbent advantage combined with like, you know, the changing demographics in like the, the southern states uh, where uh, and I think Biden will just do enough to hold out the Rust Belt Um I just, it's just I the, it's the, the, the inflation and gas yeah, prices. If that stays in the news yeah. long enough, Biden's yeah, but but it's yeah. it's just like people are just not gonna vote based off gas gas prices. People are gonna vote based, yeah, a lot of them based on their wallet. Their wallet. Uh, no, no, yeah. they do. Yeah, I think people would do that. Yeah, no, just people not. Okay, there's gonna be a sum, but there's Why'd no. Why'd you gonna fix the gas single... prices, Biden? Yeah, no, but there's a ton of single issue voters. I, I it's fine, Rory. I'm not saying that there's not. You're gonna wrong, Nas. No, <laughs> I'm saying there will wrong. be some, but they're not gonna. That's not gonna be the like gas prices. There was are a non-zero the... amount of people sure. who no. in 2016 were a one a single issue vape voting block. <laughs> Vaping rights voting voting block. Single right, anyways, young vape I, gods. I, I, gas <laughs> prices is not going to decide who the next president of the United States. Is. I depends think on what is. We've got a lot of time between now and the next election. I think, 
I think you are underestimating Americans, Nas. No, I understand the but then you're like listen. It's a part of American culture. Gas prices is a part of American culture. I understand, but there's also like you know lots of like like the way the Republican Party has lost like the white women vote in suburban the suburban white women vote or or like young people or under 25s or under 30s and all of these things there's more issues this the demo, yeah you're thinking yeah, they've gained black voters and latino voters on the I, other I, side I, right. yeah I you're don't... thinking you're thinking gas prices with the middle aged dads that just like they just like, like most of America drive 20 somethings who can't about? afford not, to get to the I'm... job that doesn't pay them well enough i get yeah, it but, yeah. but but and then the food a... prices go up because delivery costs people are who are otherwise you know ignorant of we're of missing the entire point. Mm. Which is what is it then? Exactly <laughs> the why. point is, I don't think Trump can beat Biden in 2024. Part of me disagrees with you. I think that I, I think it's not going to be because of. I think if gas hits six dollars, for any reason, yeah, for any reason, if that happens, it's fucked. It's very, very easy. It's and also, you don't think Biden's going to do something term. to bring it down before, like, uh, just you know how it is, like the press, like. Yeah, he's gonna Biden's mandate gonna... everyone get a Tesla and Tesla's No, stock Biden's yeah. gonna he's gonna Biden's win a lot gonna... of goodwill strike a deal by adding subsidies to the oil industry. I'm Listen, sure everyone Biden's gonna that. strike a deal with MBS and just like you know buy a lot of like like IOU oil from Saudi Saudi Arabia and just like yeah, and then the, the dollar printing machine goes burr and then inflation goes up. That's how yeah, works. you did, but that that can be like the inflation goes up in 2025. Biden's still Biden, president. Like that's how I'm ta- thinking. But I'm Biden saying he needs to go put his hand on the big glowy orb and make a deal. <laughs> yeah. <and> fucking <laughs> like yeah. Prices, baby. Yeah, exactly. I owe you, right? <laughs> Why didn't he go and do the pit or picture? Wait, wait, do, do we did. ever talk about uh, MBS owning my uh, my favorite football? Congratulations! <laughs> like, there's, never gonna be a bad, there's never going to be a bad fucking report in the news about you guys ever again. And you're going <laughs> to buy all the players with all the money you have. So there you go. Exactly. We, like Newcastle went from Newcastle went from like like. Like a nobody to the richest club, like richest sports team in the world. We're literally richer than the Yankees right now. I'm not even kidding. We're richer what are you than complaining about? I'm because You're we're complaining about some human rights. Come on, Nas. On one side, you have the richest, most powerful sports team in the world. On the other side, you have human rights issues. Come on, which one are you gonna choose? You, Who do you human rights, you... women's rights, LGBT, like. So you're so you're officially saying you are no longer a Newcastle right. supporter. Is that is well, that... Newcastle? Like, I am. Is all, Newcastle all... going to build a stadium in Neom? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we have our own stadium. Uh, for now, you're probably going to build a bigger, bigger one just because. But uh, the chances are we will. But no, but because how we have the one, money? What, I'm curious though. What position does that does that put you in? Like, say as a, even as a soccer fan, I know we want to do a video on uh, or a podcast on. Uh, the Qatar FIFA. World Cup, yeah. yeah, FIFA, and like you know, this gross human rights issues happening yeah. there, like massive, like people working yeah. at like 110 degrees Celsius, building fucking stadiums, yeah, yeah. dying. dying yeah. The six thousand six thousand people have died already. Reported six thousand oh. people. Yeah, that's have reported. Died. They, dude, they, yeah, they they, they take their passports age. upon arrival. Yeah, so they're basically yeah, it's, it's, it's slavery. It's where most hundred percent slavery. Oh, South Asia, mostly South, yes. Bangladesh, Indians, India, Bangladesh, Nepal, Nepal, Southeast Asia. Nepal, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
the biggest the, block is Bangladesh and Nepal. I think so exactly yeah. where you think. There's, there's been a huge push to like bring a lot of huge sporting events into the Middle East for like the past like 20 years. Yeah. And like you see it in the sports that are most easily affected by money. Like I'm a, I'm a Formula One fan and like there has been, uh, let's see, there's uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix. There is the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, which is the final race of the season. And there's also, I believe, I want to say the Qatar Grand Prix. I think there's a Grand Prix in Qatar. But it's like, next year, by the way. Um, but it's like that's that's the thing. And so it's like you're gonna start seeing like I I would not be shocked if they start doing you know like one game a season from the Premier League in like Saudi Arabia or some shit, some crazy shit like that. Cause like, that's what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to bring huge sporting venues ben, into those ben, areas. The, the Spanish league, uh, the, 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 the Spanish cup, <laughs> the, uh, the Italian cup already yeah. takes place in Saudi Arabia. Like it has go. been going on for <clears throat> the past few years. There you go. Yeah. Like the England hasn't been able to go there is because English fans are fucking nut jobs. And it's like fucking insane though. Like it's insane that they make athletes do this. Cause like, like dude, for example, like formula one, what I was talking about earlier, dude, those cars, those drivers sitting them, it's like 120 degrees in those cars with that giant engine sitting behind you. And they're like, you know where we should make these guys drive? Bahrain. Those cars don't have air conditioning? Drone <laughs> shade. Drone powered shade for the World Cup or some shit. Oh, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, like a hovering... Make- How loud would that be? Imagine like a fucking hundred thousand drone just <laughs> in like a hundred twenty degree heat and high yeah. noon. I feel so bad for that. Blasting everyone with like hot air. Those, those players are gonna get so goddamn hot. It's crazy. But it's all for the sake of the owner making a shit ton of money. I, I mean, come on. Such, those players are sure are gonna get hot. <laughs> Well, no, that's like the legitimate worry when they were like, other than like the labor, it's like everyone was like, why are we holding a World Cup here? It's like the fucking desert. It's going to be also so workers' rights yeah. issue, Ian. Don't laugh. They're getting paid to play. Yeah. Workers. The point is, is there's a huge move to get these sports into here, and they're a terrible place to play yeah. these kind of tournaments. Like, well, yeah. it, it points out the ridiculousness of the entire thing. We're like, how did Qatar end up getting this? Yeah, they and also Sochi got the fucking winter games, dude. Fucking <laughs> Ben, check check yep, the Discord chat. Ben, check the Discord chat. Quick, Ben, check the Discord. Quick, chat. hurry. Ben. Chop chop. Why are you so slow, bro? 